We are glad that you have chosen to join us for the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message, The Unequaled Bible, from Luke chapter 16, verses 16 through 17. I've heard someone say that we need to make the Bible relevant to today's culture and times. The truth is that the Bible is already relevant. It speaks clearly and comprehensively to every subject in every generation. It is as fresh today as the day it was first penned. Your Bible is the greatest treasure you could have. And unlike the dollar, it will never fail. Here's Pastor Tim. Did you know that anybody can be saved? Anybody. You don't have to be a special kind of person. You don't have to be a special class of person. You don't have to speak a certain language or dress a certain way or look a specific way. Anybody, anywhere, anytime, anywhere can be saved. And your Bible is designed with that message in hand. Paul writes to young Timothy, his protege, and he tells him about those holy scriptures. And he says that they are able to make you wise unto salvation through Christ Jesus. Paul would write to the Corinthians and he would tell them, Today is the day of salvation. There's an urgency about our message because there is, there is an exclusive nature to our message. If a person cannot be saved because they find that in the Koran, if a person cannot be saved because they cannot find it in Dianetics, if they cannot be saved because they cannot find it in the Book of Mormon, then people need to know how they can be saved. Where will they find it? In the Bible. And how will they find it? Most likely they'll find it through somebody just like you. Somebody just like you who shares with them what the Bible has to say. Someone like you who's seen exactly what the Bible can do to transform a person's life. Somebody like you who has sensed and experienced and lived in the power of God. Power of God that would not allow one dot in His Word. To be removed. The same God who would say that every word of His will do what it's accomplished and will never, ever, ever fail. Your Bible is unified, that's for sure. But it's urgent. It is urgent. It is important. It is imperative. It is necessary. Every day, you need to spend time in your Bible. Every day, you need to hear from God. Every day, God has a message for you that is both unified and is urgent. It's the third issue I want you to see in this passage today. And it's found in that last verse, that one that we've looked at now a couple of times, verse number 17. I want you to see that your Bible is unfailing. It is unfailing. The prophet Isaiah said, God says through the prophet Isaiah, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. 
It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. God's word doesn't just sit over your life like some drab cloud. The word of God prospers in your life. It prospers. It's not promising that you're going to prosper financially. It is saying that it will prosper, that it will live, that it will thrive, that it will accomplish its own purposes. God said, I will do this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. God's word never, ever fails. This inspired, inerrant, infallible word of God It is imperishable. It is incorruptible. It is indestructible. He says not one little tittle of the law will ever fail. This tells me a number of things about this book that is unfailing. Number one, it tells me that this unfailing book is old. It's old. It is. Some say it's old because, you know, I mean, it had relevance 50 years ago. By the way, we're going to get to it, but it's got relevance today, you know. But your Bible is much older than some half century. Some may go back even into this passage and say he mentions the law and the prophets. He's talking about Moses' writing primarily, isn't he? This Bible that you hold in your hand, it is far older than Moses. You know, they say that the book of Job is the book that probably was written first out of all of the books of your Bible, who lived just beyond the time of the Tower of Babel. It's your book. It's way older than Job. You could go back and you could read in your Bible about Adam and Eve, the very first people that God created on this incredible planet. On day number six, Bible is older than Adam and Eve. Your Bible is older than creation itself. You say, Tim, how could that possibly be? If they didn't write it down until later, how could it be? Because this is the Word of God. It is God-breathed. and It's always consistent with the character of God Himself. The Word of God is as old as God, who is eternal. We don't mind sometimes thinking about eternity being a future event, but eternity is also a past event. Eternity past, eternity future, the Word of God is settled for forever. Why? Because God is settled. In that way, your Bible is old. It is as old and as ancient as the Ancient of Days. The one who has been, who is, and whoever will be, that same eternal one is who is the author of your Bible. This unfailing book is old. This unfailing book is new. It might be old, but it ain't antiquated. It might seem old, but it is new and fresh every single day. Jesus mentions here that this 
Old Testament came up until the time of John the Baptist. We talk about the, the Gospels. We talk about the book of Acts. We talk about those different epistles that are coming. And all through those pages, the book of the, or the, the kingdom of God is preached throughout that incredible book. Even after you get past the Gospels and past the book of Acts, you begin to read those letters that are written to individuals and the red letters that are written to churches. What you discover is a passage that not only fits them in their situation, it fits you in your situation. I mentioned to you last week a young lady that was in our youth group years and years and years ago. We we're trying to get them to read their Bible. And she began to do that every single day. She would read from her Bible. And she came to me one day and she said, oh, It's just like God knows what I'm going through. <laughs> you think? Yeah. God knows exactly what you're going through. Your Bible is as up to date and as cutting edge and as fresh as anything ever. Your Bible will always be fresh. If you've taken on the challenge of reading your Bible all the way through this year and reading them through alphabetically by book, you're probably discovering that as you read through that you're reading things and you say, well, I didn't, I didn't see that before. I shared with our noon prayer group this week that there was, a, there was a couple of verses this week I don't think I've ever noticed before. You know, it's always fresh. It's always relevant. It's always just what you need. It's an old book. It's a new book. I want you to know that this unfailing book is an anytime book. If it is always relevant and always fresh and always personal and always meaningful, that means that my Bible has something for me in good times and in bad times. It's got something for me when I want to read it. It's got something for me when I don't want to read it. It's got something for me absolutely anytime. If you discover that there are people in your life, maybe people that you work with, who knows, maybe even people that you live with, who's watching your faith so closely, they just want to see you slip. They just want to see you go back to the kind of person that you want to be. The Bible has everything that you need to endure. Maybe you're here, you're one of those who've never given your heart and your life to Christ. You're one of those who've not been saved before. Your Bible contains everything that you need to lead you to Jesus and lead you into faith that you too may be a part of His kingdom. You may know somebody like that. Your Bible has everything you need to help you press, to help you urgently press, to urgently invite your friends and your family members into the kingdom. No matter what you're going through, if you're weak, the Bible tells you how to be strong. When you're poor, the Bible tells you how rich you really are. When you're all alone, the Bible tells you about your family and about your lifelong friends. 
The Bible contains everything you need for life and for godliness. No matter what time it is, right time for the Bible is any time. It's an any time kind of book. I want you to know one more thing. That unfailing book is an every time book. It's not just an any time book, it's an every time book. I mentioned to you about Paul writing to his young protege, Timothy. He writes to him and he tells him, Timothy, you need to preach the word. And he says this, you need to do it in season and out of season. When it's welcome and when it's not. When you feel like it and when you don't. When people want to hear it and when people don't want to hear it. You never err by sticking with the Bible. Oh, you might get in trouble for sticking with the Bible. But you never do wrong by sticking with the Word of God. If you'll stick with it, let it stick with you. There's not one problem that you will ever face that your Bible will not help you to address. It will address those things explicitly. It may express those things or address those things implicitly. It may do it by command. It may do it by principle. It may do it by example. But your word is telling you what God would have you to do in each and every situation. And at every point, no matter where you're reading, your Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, law, poetry, prophecy, Gospel, history, epistle, apocalyptic. No matter where you are, it's always going to lead you to Jesus. Because he's the friend who steps, who walks closer than any brother with you. Love the little poem that I heard from Jerry Vine several years ago. He said, I find my Lord in the Bible. Wherever I choose to look, He is the theme of the Bible, the heart and soul of the book. He is the rose of Sharon. He is the lily fair. Wherever I open my Bible, the Lord of the book is there. He's there. His answers are there. His direction is there. Everything that you need is there. If you would but open it, if you would but read it, if you would but study it, if you would but live it, you would learn to love it. I ask you to bow your head and close your eyes with me for a moment. Would you say this to the Lord? Would you say, God... I am unstopping my spiritual ears. I want to hear. I want to tune myself to listen to you. Would you speak to me right now through your word? It may be that there's a verse that comes to mind. It may be that one of these verses comes to mind. It may be right in the stillness and the quietness of this moment that God speaks directly into your heart. What would He have you to do? 
If you've never given your heart to Jesus, I can tell you what He'd want you to do. He would want you to repent of your sins and place your faith and your confidence in Him alone for eternal life. Can I help you with that? Would you, in just a moment, make your way down here and say, Tim, I want to know. I mean, I want to know that I know that I can belong to Jesus. What's he saying to you? Is he talking to you about where your church home ought to be? Is he talking to you about about disciplines in your Christian life? Maybe it is about reading your Bible. Maybe you started off this year with good intent. I'm going to read it all the way. I'm going to do what everybody else in church is doing. And somewhere along the way, you just got sidetracked. Can I tell you, it's okay. It's okay. But you can start right today. Right? There may be some things that are going on in your life. Addictions that we have. Problems that we have. Struggles and difficulties that we face. Maybe because of our own choices or maybe, maybe they're just thrust upon us. Could you give those things to the Lord? I mean, I'll help you with that. If you want to come and say, Tim, I, I need some help with this. I'll help you as best I can. Truth of the matter is, is you have direct access to God himself. You can pray. You can talk directly to Him. You can ask Him anything. And He promises to help. This altar's open. When you get out of your routine, get out of your seat, get away from the people that are right there around you for a minute, and just get alone with God in a place that's dedicated for doing business with Him, why not come to the altar? Maybe you don't want to come by yourself. Bring that person with you. Hey, would you go with me to the altar? What do you need to do today? The voice of God is speaking through His Word. Are you listening? Lord Jesus, I want to be like little Samuel. I want to be able to say, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. I want you to speak to my heart. I want you to speak into my life. And I want you to do that again and again and again and again throughout every heart, throughout every soul in this place. Father, we give you ourselves right now, yielded completely and wholeheartedly to you, Willing to listen, willing to obey. May your spirit bring it about. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Would you stand with me where you are? If you need to come, I'll help you. But just bypass me altogether, come to the altar. Whatever you need to do today, let's do some business with the Lord. Ready, Sean? Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is 
Church Office at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.